Welcome to the LHA Church Podcast. This is Jerry Galloway, and I'm the pastor of LHA Church. Thanks for joining us today. I pray this blesses you, strengthens your faith to know that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. The Lord began to speak to my heart this morning as we were in worship, and I just... Uh, I want to share what the Lord is uh, speaking to my heart this morning, Psalm 46, if you have your Bible, let's uh, look together in Psalm 46, there are times when we We have questions. You ever have some times in your life you're unsure? Sometimes you're not sure what's going on. Sometimes you're not sure why things have turned out the way they've turned out. Sometimes you're not sure you're, why you're walking through the things you're walking through and seeing the things you're seeing. Change. Sometimes we like change. Sometimes change is very positive. Then there are other times when change comes in our life and, and uh, we're not sure why the change. We're not sure what the change and we're unsure what's happening. Psalm 46 makes some emphatic statements. And if you will, this morning, as we walk through this, often when we walk through Psalm 46, um, we are reflective on what we're facing. We're reflective on what we're walking through. We're reflecting on what we see around us. We're reflecting on uh, the troubles that are going on around us, the troubles in our world, the difficulties in our homes, the difficulties in our mind, the difficulties in our bodies, the trials, the tribulation. Anybody ever have any trials and tribulations? We often are reflective on those things as we read Psalm 46 together. But if you'll look there with me for a moment. Hmm. God makes some emphatic statements. An emphatic statement is a is factual. It is not based on anything else. An emphatic statement has intense, uh, intensive, um, strong statements in regard. It is, it is not backwards. It is not shy. It is not timid. It is not wishy-washy. It is not wondering. It is not vacillating. It is emphatic. It is a statement. It is truth. It is light in darkness. It is hope and hopelessness. It is peace in the midst of a storm. It is emphatic. It, it stands when nothing else will stand. It, it is truth when everything else is a lie. It's emphatic. Psalm 46 is filled with emphatic statements. You'll notice verse 1, first two words. God is. It's important that we understand those first two words. How many times have we come up against a need in our life and we use the word maybe? We're not sure. God 
is. It's not that I think maybe God will come through. God is. It's not, has God left me? God is. It's not, why am I walking through this? It is, God is. It's not, why is all this? The enemy has encircled around me. The enemy's coming in like a flood. And in the middle, God is. Goes right along with when Moses was getting ready to go to Pharaoh and he said, Who am I going to tell Pharaoh, the most powerful man in the world who sent me? He just said, You tell him I am. God is. Then you'll notice the third word, our. Mm-hmm. God is ours. Look at your neighbor, say it's yours. God is our it's my possession it belongs to me I don't have to go and get what you have I don't have to get what somebody else can give me I don't have to go visit a service where something else is going on God is our it's possessive it's mine it belongs to me notice the words God is our what refuge now, I don't know about you, but a refuge to me speaks of something of when I'm in trouble. A refuge speaks to me about something that's bigger than I am. It's bigger than my ability. It's bigger than my ability to process. It's bigger than my ability to figure it out. God is our refuge. I remember as a child being afraid and running into my dad's arms. I remember as... Uh, we were on vacation many years ago, and uh, we had went to an event, and uh, it was one of those things where yeah, we were sitting in a boat in this event, and it was um, Tyler sitting on the outside edge, Paula, and then I was on the other side, and he was a little, a little boy, and this event scared him. And literally, if I would have had a camera, it would have been a, that child jumped literally from one side of the boat over to the other side of the boat and latched on to me with everything that he had. That's the kind of picture that I get when we talk about God is our refuge. It's when I can't contain it, when I can't help it, when I can't solve it, when I can't figure it out, when I can't make it happen, when I can't get others to do what they need to do, when I can't get the doctor to give the report that I need, when I can't get the funds that I need in the bank account, when I can't, it seems like the enemy has come in like a flood and I can't resolve it. God is our You'll notice that he says, not only is he my refuge, but he is my what? Strength. He's my refuge and my strength. How many things have you and I come up against that we don't have the answer to and we can't handle it? It's bigger than my ability. It's bigger than my situation that I can resolve. You know, there's a lot of things we try to figure out on our own and resolve on our own, don't we? This gives me the picture that all the strength is gone. You ever had some days like that? You have given everything that you've got and you are empty. You are 
feeling dry. You are feeling lifeless. You're feeling like I don't have one more drop within me. All of my strength is gone. I can't put another foot in front of the other one. I can't go another day. I've come to the end of the road. I've come to the end of the road. I don't have anything left in me. I've fought all that I have to fight. I've given every ounce of strength that I've got. I've walked this journey. I've walked this journey. I've walked this journey. I don't have anything left. God is our refuge and strength. Notice the next part of this passage. An ever-present help in trouble. We believe in prayer. We believe in calling on the name of the Lord. But I want to tell you something today. When you get into trouble, he's right there already. We think somehow God's not there and I've got to call on him and get him to come. He is an ever-present. Hmm. He is ever-present. He is ever-present. Every day, every trial, every moment, every situation. He is ever-present present in my life when I'm on the mountaintop he's with me when I'm in the valley he's with me when it's nighttime he's with me when the sun is shining bright he's with me when I'm sick he's with me when I'm well he's with me when I have he's with me when I have not he's with me my God never leaves me he is an ever notice this present present I remember as a child in school, we'd sit in class and the teacher would read off the roll and people would say, present, present. What that means is I'm, I'm there. I'm in the room. I didn't have the uh, assumption that I might be. I am there. I'm right in the room. I'm present. I, I'm in the midst. I, I, I'm not next door. I'm not in the other class. I, I wasn't out in the hallway. I'm present. I'm in the room. I'm right in. In fact, you'll notice the words ever present speaks about the moment. Right now. <laughs> Jesus. Sometimes we're waiting on him to show up, friend. He's already there. Hmm. We're waiting on him to do something. He's already here. <laughs> He is an ever-present, notice the next word, help. Y'all ever need some help? True Jesus. He is an ever-present help, notice the last words, in trouble. In trouble. You know, trouble can come in a lot of different venues. It can come in a lot of different ways. You know, what's trouble for you may not seem to be trouble for somebody else. You ever get upset about something and somebody says, oh, stop worrying about that. That's no big deal. I don't know about you, but it never made it go away in me. It was trouble for me. I was anxious in the moment. You might not be anxious. I was anxious in the moment. He says, I will be a refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. 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 There's so much in this passage. I'll be honest with you. We don't have time to walk through all of this. I'm going to walk through here and highlight a few things. Notice the response to verse 1. Therefore, because of this. 
That's really what therefore means. Therefore is tying verse 1 and 2 together. It's saying, as a result of this truth, the next words, we will not fear. We will not fear. Now, he says, even though... The earth gives way. The earth is what's underneath this. You ever feel like that the rug got pulled out from underneath your feet? Everything that was solid that you were standing on seems to be moving. Everything you counted on in life and you thought was going to be long-term is not so long-term. Though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. That's a really big deal. Really what he's saying is, it's all broke loose. Verse 4 says, right in the middle of, of that passage, there, there's a scripture that, I'll be honest with you, uh, sometimes we can read it and if we don't know what he's talking about, we don't get the implication here. He says, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. The holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in an uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. What had happened is Jerusalem had been surrounded by their enemies. The enemy on the outside of the city gates was more than what was on the inside. And in those days, what they would do is they would bring an army in. They'd surround the city. And they, outside the walls, would have all the provisions they need. They'd have all the food they needed. They had more people, everything. And what they would do, they would literally wait out until the people inside ran out of provisions because they can't go get anything. Their source from outside was completely shut off. And so they would just simply wait them out and let them die on the inside. And they didn't have to hardly fight the battle. In that particular situation, what the enemy outside did not know was that there was a stream coming into the middle of the city from outside. And so while the enemy is outside waiting on them to dry up and die and go away, God every day by day by day is replenishing them. When the enemy has surrounded us and the enemy thinks we're going down, what he doesn't know is God is being fresh and new every morning of my life. God is feeding me. God is strengthening me. God is my nourishment. God is my source. God is my source even when the enemy has surrounded me. God is at work doing what the enemy doesn't even know about the enemy says I'm going to take them down for the last time God says I'll just give them a little bit more so as a result of that thought then he says again verse 7 the Lord Almighty notice this is with us the God of Jacob is our fortress I want to jump down to verse 10 just for the sake of time. You know this passage. You've heard it many times. He says this, be still. 
be still. I don't know about you, but when I get uh, in, in, a, in a moment of trouble, when I get in a moment of difficulty, when I get in a moment of trial, I, I kind of go into high gear. I go into high gear saying, I got to figure this out. I got to get a situation a resolved here. I got to get a solution. I got to talk to the right people. I've got to, I've got, I've got, I've got to work this out. I got to, have you ever felt like you had to figure it out? The problem is often we can't figure it out. Have you ever seen a little child? Parents are at dinner and they're around the table and, uh, Everybody's eating, and the parents are still sitting at the table, and the kids are getting antsy. And they're up, and they're down, and they're up, and they're down, and they're around the table, and they're up, and they're down. And Mom and Dad says, I want you to sit down and do what? Be still. Stop. Stop. You've got to remember in this passage, he's talking about everything is broken loose. Everything is in disarray. And in the middle of that, he says, be still. Notice these words, be still and what? Know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Friend, I don't know what today you may be facing as you've come to this place. But I believe the Lord is speaking to us today just to be still and let Him be God. Be still and let Him be God in your situation. Be still and let Him be God. You know what I find when I'm not still? I wear myself out, I get frustrated. I get anxious. I'll be honest with you. Uh, last night, last night uh, we got home and I was working on things for, for today. And, and I'll be honest with you, I, I, just, I was in the zone. And so Paula came in and, man, I was, oh, I got to get this done. and Oh, I got to get this together. And, man, I, I should have been still because everything that I spent last night preparing for, God's in a totally different direction today. <laughs> I was. I told her. I said, "I feel so anxious about. I, 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 I feel like I need this for tomorrow." And she said something to me. She said, "It's kind of like giving birth. Giving birth is not easy." Now, I've never given birth, but I've talked to some of y'all that have. Nobody said it was a cakewalk. <laughs> it's rough. Be still. Be still and know that I'm God. Listen, you can be still if you understand verse 1, God is our refuge and strength. You can be still if you understand He is our ever-present help in trouble. You can be still if you know that the Lord Almighty is with us and He is our fortress. Be still. Be still. Be still. Just rest in Him. Rest in Him. 
Father. I trust you today. I trust you today. And Father, I pray in this moment we'll just silence the thoughts in our minds. Pray in this moment today, Father, we would silence the back and forth with our thinking and trying to figure it all out. I pray in this moment, Lord, we'd just be quiet. Help us, Lord, to still our thoughts. Help us to still our hearts. Help us to still the anxiety that wells up within us. Help us to be still and remember that you are our God. You're our refuge. You're our strength. Be still and know that I'm your God, he says. I will not leave you and I'll not forsake you. I will be with you, the Lord would say to you today. I will be with you. I will not forget you. I will not give up on you. Be still. Be still and know that I'm your protector. I am your defender. Be still and know that I am your advocate. I will stand between you and the enemy. Be still and know that I am your God. I'm watching over you. I'm looking over you as a father looks over his children. So I am looking over your life. Be still. Be still and know that I am your heavenly father. Be still and know that I am your God. I am your Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I am your refuge. I am your strength. I am your deliverer. I am your helper. I am the present one in your life. Be still, the Lord would say to us today. Be still and know that I am your God. Be still, quiet yourself, quiet yourself, quiet yourself, be still, be still and know that I am your God. Be still, be still. in quietness and rest that he is our strength it's in quietness and rest that he is our refuge be still be still
trust you, Father. I trust you. Right where you're at, I just want to encourage you right now just to begin to talk to the Lord right now. Doesn't have to be out loud. Just just you and him. Talk to him about the things that are disturbing you. Talk to him about the things that are frustrating you. Talk to him about the things you can't figure out. Talk to him about the things that you don't have answers for. Talk to him about the things you don't understand. Talk to him about the things you think you that you need. Talk to him about the things that you desire in your heart. Talk to him about all of those things. Talk, just talk to him right now. Just talk to him. Lord, we need you right now. We need you right now. We need you right now, Lord. We need you right now. Lord, today I pray you'll look over the life of every person in this room. Pray, Heavenly Father, you'll look over every home, every marriage, every relationship, every circumstance, every need. God, would you just look over this room today? God, would you just see us in our point of need? Would you just see us in our point of trial? Would you see us in our moment of loneliness? Would you see us in our moment, oh God, of feeling lost and alone and overwhelmed? God, would you look over us right now in our moment? Would you look over us right now? God, would you be a refuge and strength to us, I pray. God, would you come in this moment and would you be our helper? God, would you come in this moment and be our defender? Would you remind us today who you are in our lives? You are our refuge and strength. You are my refuge and strength. You are my God. just say that in your heart to him today I trust you I trust you when I don't see it I trust you when I don't understand it I trust you when I don't feel it I trust you when I don't know what direction I trust you oh God I trust you
you stand with me? And Lord, I praise you with all of your heart. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I to us, hasn't he? He's been faithful and he's been true. Today you might be visiting with us and it may be the most unusual church service you've ever been around. Our prayer is that as we gather together that we wouldn't just sing the songs we've planned and that we would share the words that we have prepared. God knows us before we get here, and God knows what we need and when we need it. And we leave that in His hands. So you may come next Sunday, and it may be like normal, and it may not be. I don't know. We're just going to follow the leading of the Lord. We're not going to take any time to uh, make any announcements. The ushers this morning, they'll, uh, they'll be at the back doors. And... Um, you know, normally we would take an offering in service. We're not going to do that this morning. When you leave, I just want to encourage you to um, give your offering at the door to, uh, to the Lord today as you leave. We'll do that as we leave. I want to pray a prayer of blessing over you today, over your life, and over your family today. In the name of Jesus, our Savior and Lord, I declare over you today the peace of God that passes all understanding. I declare over you today, rest in your mind, rest in your spirit, rest in your emotions. I declare over you today the God who is our refuge and strength, the God who is your covering, the God who is your helper, the God who is your deliverer. I declare him today over your life and in your life. May you find refuge and strength in him today that the world cannot give and the world cannot take away from you. May you have strength when everything else has weakness. May you have peace when no one else can understand why. May you have solace on the inside when everything around you is anxious. May you be still and find the sweetness 
of God in your life. May he bless you. May he strengthen you. May he look over you. May he hold you in the palm of his hand. May he wrap his loving arms around you. May he be your shield and your defender. May the Lord ever be present in your life. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said together with me, Amen. So be it in the name of the Lord. God bless you all today. The ushers are at the door. Uh, we'll get you some announcements this week through uh, social media. God bless you. Have a great week. May the joy of the Lord be your strength. God bless you.